welcome back to my show. In today's episode, I have a very special guest with me today. His name is Reef Duma. Hi, Reef. How are you today? Good. How are you? It's great to be here. It's an awesome um, time with you here right now. I'm so glad that you could um, take some time out of your schedule to work this with me. Um, so please introduce yourself and your latest book. Sure. My name is Reef Tuma, like you said, and I am the author of a book called Francis and the Monster, which came out in August of last year, and uh, which is about a an 11-year-old girl who is an aspiring uh, scientist and who finds a secret experiment in her basement that she uh, ends up uh, awakening to uh, to her own uh, frustration. Um, we I've also got another book coming out, a sequel to Francis and the Monster called Francis and the Werewolves of the Black Forest, which comes out in a couple months, August 22nd. And I'm also the co-author of a series of picture books, the What the Dinosaurs Did series with my wife, Susan, who's my co-author and co-illustrator of those books, um, What the Dinosaurs Did Last Night and um, and uh, What the Dinosaurs Did at School and What the Dinosaurs Did the Night Before Christmas. That's awesome. Um, so everyone out there who's interested in picture books, be sure to check that out. If you're interested in science and science fiction related books, then be sure to check out the book that he mentioned earlier. Um, so please, could you please restate the name of the book? Sure. Uh, Francis and the Monster is the is the, my debut middle grade novel. And Francis and the Werewolves of the Black Forest is the sequel, which comes out in August of this year. Yeah, so that's, as you just heard, that's the name of the book. Be sure to check out the first book first before you come to the second book. And if you've already read the first book, then that's awesome. Then just like hang tight and pre-order the book as soon as that's available. Um, so on to my next question for you. What really inspired you to write? Like what got you started in this um, field? Yeah, that's a great question. I have, ever since I was very little, I've always been interested in storytelling. And as I as I grew up, I became interested in a few different a few different ways of storytelling. So for a while, I really wanted to be a musician and a songwriter. And I was in a bunch of bands when I was in middle school and then in high school. And uh, when I was in high school, I I started to uh, really become interested in writing and directing movies, and even went to college for that for a little while. And but at the at the core of it was really storytelling and all the way from when I was just old enough to be learning how to write and learning how to draw and filling up sketchbooks with ideas and pictures and uh, and you know little little books and chapters of stories that I would never finish. I had always been writing. And so when I started having kids of my own, I really wanted to take that that passion for storytelling and start to create some some stories that my kids would be able to read and that they would that I could uh, give to them as, as they were growing up. So starting with picture books and now with middle grade books and Francis and the Monster actually came out right at the right time for my oldest kids to be almost exactly the age that Francis is in the story, which was a lot of fun. That's actually quite fantastic. I think the inspiration story behind many authors is completely different or somewhat different because like as you said, your inspiration was that you wanted to write because you were into songwriting, storytelling, redirecting, and things like that. And then you also wanted to write a book for your kids. Um, other authors have said um, they 
didn't even plan on writing until the very end or they have dreamed about writing since the very first day they could start um, writing letters and sentences so i think every author has a different story to them some of them just like out of the blue just decide they want to write kind of like me i used to not like writing at all and look at me right now um so yeah um every writer every author has a different journey so yeah um based on what you said earlier you said that you're into songwriting as well earlier so how was that experience for you Oh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, when I was in middle school and high school, I mentioned I was in a, a bunch of bands and actually I uh, ran a music venue for a couple of years and we had bands come and play three times a week and it was a great way to meet a bunch of people and, and have a lot of fun and listen to a lot of great music. And uh, now actually uh, my wife Susan is, a, is also a songwriter and she has uh, been putting out music uh, the, last, the last few months, which has been great to be able to listen to her music and and get some of her songs out there that's been a lot of fun so uh, she and i do a lot of creative projects together we did the what the dinosaurs did um picture books together and uh and so it's always fun to not only have our creative projects together but also kind of get to explore different things on our own and um, my middle grade novels and her songs and things like that so it's uh, it's always fun to kind of see what each other comes up with that's quite interesting yeah um, so what are your thoughts on the publishing industry or the, um, the music industry? What are your thoughts? Like, do you feel like there's a difference between the two? Do they kind of like interchange and feel like they're the same? What do you think? Yeah, you know, there are some similarities. Uh, the, the way that book contracts and record contracts are, uh, are written. So the way that um, authors get paid for what they write and the way that musicians and artists in that industry get paid for what they do is somewhat similar, at least in terms of the the traditional publishers and traditional record labels. And there's also some interesting parallels. Um, a lot of what an author does, uh, once they've written their book, the there's a lot of promotion that happens. So there's podcasts like this one, there's school visits, library visits, um, you know, book fairs and conferences and things like that. So a lot of uh, traveling around or doing virtual visits like this to promote the book and, and to be able to engage with readers and talk about your book with, um, with either potential readers or, um, or students who have already read the book and are doing book clubs and things like that. It's a lot like going out on tour with your music and, and playing shows with your band and things like that. So yeah, there are some interesting parallels between the two. Definitely. I think that this is quite interesting because it's kind of maybe a coincidence, I'm not sure. But um, I also love songwriting. I've recently got into oh, songwriting. Oh, that's great. I released a few tracks on SoundCloud. So I think doing writing and singing and songwriting at the same time kind of is like a good way to express because I think songwriting is all about emotion, storytelling. Because like only when your song can tell a story or make people feel the emotion you're trying to feel is when you're doing a good job. Whereas in a story too, you kind of want people to imagine and see what you're trying to write. So those two things also have kind of like similarities, just like how you just said about industries. Like there, um, one goes to concerts and performs at big venues, whereas the other one travels around the world to read up their books to others or kind of do book signings and things like that. So book signings versus autograph signings or um, like merchandise um, stuff, right? 
Yeah, yeah, and it's all it's all storytelling, whether it's a you know a, a sixty thousand word novel uh, or it's you know an eight track song. It's all storytelling in different forms, so it's a lot of fun to be able to explore different ways of telling stories and and um, you know talking about things, themes, and and ideas that interest you, whether it's to music or uh, or in uh, in the pages of a book. Absolutely. So my last question for you is, which famous person would you like to eat dinner with, and why? Hmm, that's an interesting one. You know, I could probably, I could probably name, you know, maybe a, a half dozen to a dozen people that I would love to have the chance to sit down and eat dinner with. There is one person in particular. His name is Brian Jakes. And he was the author of the Redwall series of uh, of books. There are, I think, almost two dozen Redwall books now. Um, and I, I met Brian Jakes when I was probably about your age, maybe a little younger, at a book signing at a bookstore in uh, Illinois, where I lived at the time. And we got to we got to hear him read part of his books. We got to have our book signed. I have a picture of it. I think I still have the book with his signature in it um, on my on my shelves. And so it really was a great experience that I think is a big part of why I ended up writing the the, the types of stories that I have written for the for the types of readers that I'm writing for. And so I would love to sit down and have have dinner with him now that I'm an adult and have have written a book of my own. I think we would have a lot of fun things to talk about. Sadly, he passed away maybe 10, 15 years ago. Um, uh, he was an old man even when I met him uh, with with gray hair and and you know probably 16 or 17 books under his belt at that point. But I think that would be a great conversation. And the man wrote great food scenes. He could write a dinner scene that made you so hungry. And it was things like, you know, his characters were all mice and badgers and rabbits and things. So the food was, you know, a lot of acorns and, and plants and things like that. But it didn't matter. It still made you hungry. So I think that uh, wherever we went to eat, it would probably be some pretty amazing food too. <laughs> That's actually pretty um, like interesting because I think like, as you just said that the food which um, was in there in the book with acorns and things that humans cannot eat, right? Although, I, I mean, I guess humans could eat them if they cooked it. They're prepared, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but um, the fact that making people feel hungry shows how well and how much work has been put into it. Because, like, normally food is not really an important detail in books. You can't just, like, leave it blank or just, like, we ate um pizza or we ate um i don't know noodles or something they won't specifically be like oh the twirly noodles or something you know like describing fully i mean i know some books they actually describe in full length especially if it's fantasy or science fiction or i don't know realistic fiction where it's a mix of yeah universes and everything yeah yeah he, he had a lot of fun writing food scenes and there's actually a scene in my upcoming book francis and the werewolves of the black forest where the characters have uh, a bit of a of a feast of their own and i i definitely was thinking of his books when i was writing that scene and had a lot of fun writing the food descriptions and and uh, giving a sense of of what the food was and where it came from and and who was eating it and why and how it related to their characters in the scene so it was it was a lot of fun i was i was definitely thinking of him and the redwell books when i was writing it 
That sounds amazing. Thank you so much for taking us the time to be on my show today. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So everyone out there listening to this episode, I'll be linking Reef's um, website in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. His website has all the information you need, his books, his contact information, his um, press and media stuff, and other things that you can check out. You can um, find his books online um, through Libby or yes, local library or even in a school library. I'm not sure whether you can request it if you do not have it. And if you're interested in reading the latest book, which is going to be coming in August, you can check that out in, I'm guessing it's going to be available on Amazon soon. Yep, it's already available for pre-order now. So if you haven't had a chance to check out Francis and the Monster, please do. And then uh, pre-order Francis and the Werewolves of the Black Forest, anywhere books are sold. Perfect. So anyone interested, you be sure to check that out. Um, yeah, um, so that's pretty much the end of the episode, guys. Have a great day. Keep ri- uh, reading and keep writing. <laughs>